We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good evening, everybody. The Field of 68 Selection Sunday Marathon rolls on. Folks, the bracket is out. It's like a holiday. I'm John Fanta. We've We've got the coaching perspective from Matt McCall. We've got the players' perspective from John Henson. Fellas, we've got an hour, so let's jump right in. Coach McCall, you saw this bracket this evening, and your first takeaway was? Florida Atlantic is a nine seed. <laughs> a nine? They won 31 games. They had some adversity in the tournament. They came through, and they won their conference tournament game by 20. They're a nine seed? I'm telling you right now. And I've, I've advocated for Penny Hardaway. Um, I've advocated for Memphis. I know how good they are. But, man, FAU at a nine seed. Can you imagine seeing them in the second weekend? Elijah Martin is playing his best basketball. He started playing his best basketball in the tournament. I, I, that, that's my first reaction. I'm not just saying it because I'm, I'm, I'm 45 minutes away from FAU's campus. But that nine seed for FAU Teams do not want to see them in that bracket. I can trust me on that. That's my first reaction. I have a bunch of other reactions, but that's my first one. I'm going right there. Um, my first reaction is these lower-seeded teams, this second weekend is going to be, for lack of better words, nuts. From the FAU, you got Texas A&M second in the SEC, a seven seed. How about that? Yes, yeah, that like, one too. You, Come on. Like, I always, I, I think, Fanta, I told you this when I was on the show before, the second weekend as a top seed was always my hardest team. And now you got, you know, you're going to have to see, you know, Iowa-Auburn. Houston's going to have to see Iowa-Auburn. Um, Alabama's probably going to have to see Maryland or West Virginia. I mean, this is going to get tricky. And so yeah. I'm excited, man. It's a lot of parity. I'm excited. You're saying second round. Second, second round. round. The second yeah. week, the second game, that Saturday-Sunday game, are going to be knockout, drag, drag out fun because it's these eight or nine seeds of kind of these underachieving teams that have the talent to really go far. So it's going to be fun. I want to get to each region, but you just brought up a really interesting point, and I'm going to tee you up on, on both these here. Henson, why did you just tell us that the second round game is actually the hardest game? Why is that? Because, you know, being a number one seed specifically, we were a number one seed. The two times I made the tournament, we were number ones. And that second week, that second game, first of all, you just play the 16 seed. So I wouldn't say you're primed, right? You played a, a team that you're supposed to beat by 20. And the pressure's all on you. 
it's all on you. There's no pressure on West Virginia or, you know, we'll stay with the South region first or, or, or Maryland. They're playing the number one seeded team in the entire tournament. So you get a loose, nothing to lose, very good team that may be underachieved. And those are all the eight, nine games. I mean, those are underachieving teams at Arkansas. Arkansas is healthy. It, it's, it was a tough game. You, you had to probably the most talented team you're going to play until you get to that next weekend, probably, you know, elite eight, sweet 16 type type thing. Coach McCall, any opinion on that? Like uh, of, of, you know, first game, second game, the roles that these, that this takes on, or is the coaching perspective of, I got to beat the hell out of this team Thursday or Friday. I think it's, it's where you enter the tournament at, you know, as even, you know, John knows being the number one seed and, and in 2014, we're the number one overall seed at Florida. Mm-hmm. That first round game versus Albany was close. It was close and it wasn't supposed to be close. And they had, they had played in the, uh, the first four in game versus Mount St. Mary's uh, Jamie on Christensen was at Mount St. Mary's and those guys shot like a million threes. And I'll never forget. We were watching the game on the bus driving to Orlando. And I'm like, man, this, this Mount St. Mary's team is dangerous. And then all of a sudden Albany wins the game. And next thing you know, you're in a dogfight in the first round with Albany. And I know 16 seeds outside of one time in the history of the tournament don't beat number one seeds, but it was still a close game. It's almost like, okay, once you get past that, all right, let's settle in. We're the best team. Here we go. You know, um, so I, I but the, the the eight, nine games in this tournament, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I, I picked Arkansas to win the SEC tournament. Right. You know, like, I mean, you know, West Virginia, they, they've had an unbelievable year. They have tremendous talent. They have a Hall of Famer as their head coach. I mean, it's like you look at these matchups and I mean, I know we're going to dive in, but it's, it, it's nuts. It's nuts. Let's it, dive it, right it, in. It here. is nuts. It's nuts. Let's dive right in. Hey, we want to remind you, we've got our pool. You could be Coach McCall. You could be John Henson. You could be Jack Goodman. You could be Randolph Childress. Who wouldn't want to beat Rob Doster? I can't wait to beat him. Run your pool. Check out our pool. It's on Run Your Pool. Field of 68's got it. It's our competition. It's at Run Your Pool. And – we want to shout out the Vaulted app, which is awesome. Uh, if you have not heard about it yet, folks, it is is really cool. And check out, out the Vaulted app. Want to shout out them here. Let's get right to it, folks. Just knocked out the reads and the plugs because we want to talk hoops now with you for the next 50 or so minutes before we hand the torch off. We're going to begin in the South region. Now, I'll tell you what. Here's my instant take from this. The committee got it right with Alabama being the number one overall seed. I thought the number one overall seed on this bracket, Alabama, also rightly got the easiest path to the Final Four. I really believe that. Even though Maryland and West Virginia are good teams, West Virginia offensively solid, not great defensively. And and that's going to lead Alabama to be able to score easily on them. If it's Maryland, Maryland, good defensive team, not a great perimeter shooting team. And Jameer Young has to do it all. But I, I just like Alabama there. Uh, Virginia and Baylor, Virginia and Baylor, Baylor was the three, Virginia's the four here. Frankly, I think Baylor could get picked off by UC Santa Barbara. I think Virginia is susceptible against anybody because of their lack of offensive firepower at times. Mm -hmm. Arizona is a team. I want to trust them one day and it's hard to trust them another day, even though they won the PAC 12 tournament granted against a shorthanded UCLA. My take on it is this of the four one seeds, 
Alabama got by far the easiest path. I really believe that. And I think that the Crimson Tide are going to the final four. Does somebody want to disagree with me and think of someone else who steps up and wins this region? I'm with you. Um, you know, Baylor being a three seed, inconsistent Arizona, um, that's what the rewards you get for being the number one overall seed. Um, they have a pretty easy path, but I'm going to be honest with you, John, Matt, Coach, I, I don't think it's going to be that simple, man. This is this has the makings of a wild March Madness. And, you know, I don't think we're, we're going to see how good Arizona is. They had to play UCLA. They beat them last night. Um, but I'm, I'm interested to see them back kind of in the field. I, I like Arizona to give Alabama more of a challenge than um, people think they're going to do, man, if they get that okay. far. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love Arizona. Um, they've had their inconsistencies. I, I want to pick Arizona mm. in this region. I, I really do. Um, but Alabama, especially with everything they've been dealing with, I mean, they, they've been the most consistent team. Um, you know, I, I had Furman as kind of the Cinderella. I, I don't love the matchup in the first round for Furman against Virginia. I would have liked to have seen them get a better matchup in that first round. I'll never forget when I was at Chattanooga, we were in the 5-12 game, and a lot of people had us as the 5-12 upset, but uh, we played Indiana, who had won the Big Ten that year. We played Indiana that won the Big Ten. Not yeah. sure that they deserved a five seed. Probably should have been seeded a little higher. So I don't love the matchup for Furman in the first round. Not saying they can't beat Virginia, but I don't love that. Mm -hmm. um i'm 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 anxious to see that arizona princeton game in the first yeah. round as well I'm, I'm i'm anxious to see that game but I, I think with everything that alabama's dealt with uh to to see the consistency that they've had I, I it's hard to not pick them to come out of this region give me the college of charleston over yeah, I, 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 that's what I'm, I'm just saying like fanta you were there you you were you and you and goodman you guys were like hanging out in charleston how are you yeah. not picking them to make a run? Well, I think they make a run. I think that they could make the Sweet 16. I really do. That, that That's set up for a 12 or 13. If you are Charleston or Furman, you are sitting there saying, yes, it's possible. I mean, Furman's going to need Mike Bothwell. They're going to need Jalen Slauson. But they've got a veteran core of kids that can really score. it. It's just sustaining. Against Virginia, you've got to be able to sustain. And you've got to be able to generate some tempo if you're Furman. I like Charleston to potentially make the Sweet 16. Here's why. San Diego State still has the jitters. I, I like that team. I think they're a team. If they win, if they beat College of Charleston, I, I will say right now, the winner of San Diego State-Charleston for me is going to the Sweet 16 because I still like Matt Bradley. I still like uh, Nate Mensa. I like San Diego State defensively, but they're hard to trust. And sometimes demons live on in the NCAA tournament. Remember, guys, San Diego State should have beat Creighton, which, ironically enough, Creighton is in this region. Um, in this region, they're the sixth seed. You know, if, if you're going to pick a team that's not in the top four in a region, is Creighton on their best day not a team that's capable of, like, a three or a four seed if they're at their best? They're interesting to me. That, that matchup with NC State coach – fascinating guard play you yeah. want to talk about some shot makers well I, I think this too like i look at that game and even the the lower seeds right Furman, charleston i think if any of those teams win their first round game i think they can get to the second weekend yeah. I, I really like it's like almost like can we get over the hump 
We're not supposed to win this game. There may be some people that pick us to win this game, but we're not supposed to. And we do. Now, all of a sudden, like St. Peter's last year, like, oh, man, uh, now we're here. Like, l- l- all right, let's go. Like, let's go on a run. Let's make some shots. Let's do this. Let's go on a run. I think for the lower seeds, the first round game is critical. And when you win it, you can catapult yourself into a run in the NCAA tournament. Like, that's you see it all the time. Right. Yeah. Go back to when VCU made the final four. They were in the playing game. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you, like you win and you get some momentum and it's like, OK, mm-hmm. we're here. We get a taste of this. Oh, now we believe. All right. Let's go on a run. I think the lower seeds that can win in the first round, that's when you see a team make an unbelievable run. And I look at this this region and I see a Furman. And again, I think that's a tough matchup for him. But you see a Charleston. You see those two teams, right? Either one of them win that first round game. I would pick them both, one of them to be in the in the second weekend. It's a good draw. Charleston got a good draw. Furman got a good draw. I mean, if I had to play a four seed with a style of play, a high major team, I'm going to probably pick Virginia because as Duke did, if you can get a seven, eight, six, seven, eight point cushion on Virginia, not saying you're going to win the game, but you have a chance. Whereas like a, a team like an Alabama or these teams that can really score and run it up on you, you know, you're a couple threes away from being down 15. Virginia doesn't play the type of pace. So, That's yeah, exactly. Charleston's got to be – Charleston needs to be sitting back and saying this is our opportunity to validate this 30-win season. Um, maybe we feel like we're a little underseated, and uh, so hopefully they can prove us wrong. That's a great point. But do you see somebody taking down Alabama? Man, Alabama wins in so many different ways. They 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 can play a defensive grinded out game, and then they just get hot, you know, like they did in a tournament. Or or they can they can run it up. They can run it up with you as well. So that style of play is going to be tough to beat. I think Quiverly coming into his own is a game changer. He steadied yeah. the boat towards the end of games. He makes big shots, big plays. I mean, he was the SEC player of the. I mean, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. I think, and I'm, I'm probably stating the obvious here, I think the only team that could knock them off is Arizona just because of the balance on offense. Yep. Five guys average double figures. They are trending, winning three games in a row. You'd like to think that they're 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 going up. Um, their front court's outstanding. Um, Kerr, Kerr is a favorite, especially on the field of 68, right? We, everybody loves Kerr. Um, so I, I think they're the only one. But, again, they, they, they've got to – They've got to, to to handle their stuff. They've got to, I mean, I, I don't know. That second round game too. Whew. Could be Missouri. I mean, you know, what Dennis Gates has done there. I mean, it, but I think Arizona is the only one talent-wise that can compete with them. Sure. So we've all got Alabama, I think. That's our pick yeah. here from yeah. what I understand. We all have Alabama. It's Alabama's to lose in the South. It's Alabama's to lose in the South. There's no question about that. We'll see if somebody contests them and if they can get shocked. It looks like there's double digit upset feeders here. Hey, underrated game in this region, Missouri, Utah State. Take the over. Two take the over. Really fun offensive teams. As soon as possible, take the over. It's take gonna the be over driven. right now. Yeah. yeah. That's our advice. That's yeah. our advice. You could beat us and run your pool, but we will help you make some money um we'll help you make some money at bat rivers take the over in missouri utah state that does it for the south let's transition now to the midwest all right fellas let's go to the midwest you've got houston 
I got to tell you, before we, we debate the region, Coach McCall, were you surprised? Were you surprised by Houston being seated above of the ones, Kansas? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. I guess the only case you can make is, is Kansas's loss in the tournament. Um, but I, it's, I mean, they were in a gauntlet of a conference this year, the best conference in college basketball and Houston was not, I mean, that's, we're just calling it like it is. They weren't. And I have great respect for them. I, I think they could make a run and, and get to the final four, but I, I, yes, I was surprised. I was completely surprised. Um, especially with what Kansas was faced with even going into the tournament and Norm Roberts is my guy. He's done an unbelievable job filling in um for them at different times this year and even going to the tournament was did a great job but you you, you can't you houston didn't play anybody they, they, you know in the in the conference that's the biggest thing they didn't play anybody um their league's not nearly as battle tested and that's the only reason coming out of this region that i hesitate to pick them is just that and maybe that's bulletin board material for them um i hope they make it what a story for houston to be in houston in the final four um, but they, they are not nearly as battle tested as these other teams. And, and I think for them to be picked ahead of Kansas and we, we do all this net and quad one, quad two and, you know, Kansas on all the quad one wins Kansas had, they had triple the quad one wins that Houston had and they're not picked ahead of them. So I don't, I don't understand what's all the metrics for if, if it's not really going to come down to the metrics. Yeah, I, I think Texas beating them twice in a week kind of hurt them a little bit. Um, and it wasn't really, you know, that they te- Texas took care of them, you know, almost wire to wire. So I think that hurt them a little bit, them seeing Texas do that to them. Um, I'm looking at the bracket, man, and, and I'm going to say Houston may get pat may get past the first weekend. But if you got a matchup against uh, Miami, Indiana in the Sweet 16, I think that's where they could they could fall. Um, Indiana, no, they, they may have to play Auburn. Yeah, in I, Birmingham. In Birmingham. <laughs> like in, right. in, in Alabama. Like, 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 think about that. Like the yeah. draw that Bruce Pearl got. Yeah. He gets to stay in state. The, the the Tigers War Eagle will be unbelievably represented there. For like sure. that's gonna be a home game for Auburn. It's gonna be especially if they if they beat Iowa. Think about that. In Birmingham, lining up against the number one overall seed, I think it's I, – I, I'm not picking against Bruce Pearl in that game. I'm not doing it. You're, you're taking Auburn over Houston. If Auburn can get past Iowa, Birmingham. I'm taking Auburn over Houston. Wow. Yeah. Wow, a first weekend exit for Coach McCall for the Houston Cougars. Hold on, Fanta. I said if they can get past Iowa. No, 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 no. This that's what I said. If they can the get past Iowa, I think Auburn gets to the Sweet 16 over Houston. It's in Birmingham. Auburn's battle-tested, man. They're battle-tested. War Eagle. Yeah, they're, they're battle-tested. Pearl knows how to cut war, and I'm not saying Kelvin Sampson doesn't know how to coach. But that, like, when that popped up today on the brackets, and I'm like, Man, Bruce Pearl doesn't have to leave his state. Like you keep like all the like all the Auburn fans from Alabama, like everybody's gonna be in that building. Everybody. It's this bracket. I mean, now that you now that I'm looking at it, I mean, Houston's gonna have to run through Auburn, Iowa. Then they're gonna have to catch Miami, Indiana, you know, a potential Iowa State, Mississippi State. Maybe, a, maybe <laughs> Miami and Indiana. Maybe. maybe Miami, maybe. Then you got on the bottom side, Iowa State who's 
they can date. They're, they're a team with a high ceiling, inconsistent. Who knows what you're going to get? Xavier's trending up. Oh, by the way, we got Texas coming down the pipeline. Like, this is going to be the gauntlet bracket. Um, I was a part of a gauntlet bracket, um, and we lost Kentucky in the Elite Eight. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. We, we lost to Kansas in the Elite Eight. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to get to that point where they're going to run up against a team that, is, is ready for them boys. And um, I, I feel bad for Houston. Like you said, Birmingham, you got to have to take down Auburn to get to the Space That's a, I mean, that's, that they, is, they got a that's intriguing. Um, that's unbelievable. All right. Here's the thing. That's I don't unbelievable. feel, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't feel bad for them at all. They're a number one seed. I, I understand that they're going to have to play Auburn and Birmingham. They're better than Auburn. Houston's better than Auburn. I know I that agree. it didn't work. And and they uh, they still got some preferential treatment, and they will get to play in the Midwest, which means they'll play in Kansas City. They got to get there. Kansas got get screwed there. out of that. I, I don't feel is bad Sasser, for them at all. I don't. Is feel Sasser healthy? What's going on with him? They did. They look like the shell of themselves against. Me. Like, what's going on with no Sasser? They did. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. That's yeah, that's yeah. potentially tough, but I still like their chances here to make the second weekend. They're just so tough. I got to tell you, in the Midwest, guys, as we transition, this to me is the best combo of the 12, 13s. When I look at the 12 and 13 seeds that can pull off upsets, I think this is the best combo. And I say that because uh, Mears injury for Miami, that being up in the air, Jim Laranega says he's holy, he hopes that he could play. Guys, Drake is – they're old. Tucker DeVries. Tucker DeVries. They can defend. I like this team's ability here. I think Drake knocks off Miami in the NCAA tournament. Hot take. Yeah, is, I'm, that I'm, your, is, that, is that your 12, 12, 12 upset? That's 12 my 12 over a five, but I took Charleston over San Diego State. So, so you've got two. 12s, the fans are special. Multiple 12 on sale now. Okay. Multiple 12s. I like, I like it. I, I like that Drake team. I, oh. I said it the other day on, on NBC at, at a halftime of one of the A-10 games in studio. Do not pick against them. And, I, I again, a, a healthy Miami team. I think you pick Miami, but there's some question marks there. Um, Isaiah Wong has been outstanding. Um, hard to go against him, but Devries and his dad, man. I mean, poof, 19 a game, shooting 39% from three. They're battle-tested. I, I like Miami, that Drake team. Miami is also small, and they get yep. even smaller without, you know, and are they going to turn teams over enough and, and be able to cover the boards enough to, you know, be able to beat Drake is going to be the question. Um, it's just going to be – I like that pick. I'm, I'm going to tell you on that one. I, my, my 5-12 is going to be the Drake Drake over Miami. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you on that, so – how about just the bottom half of the bracket, though? We haven't even, talked, even, about, about we, we haven't even talked about Iowa State. <laughs> no, we, haven't we, haven't. About, we haven't talked about them, right? We got a little mention of, of Xavier and A&M, who's probably the best seven seed in the Ever. history of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> right? Like, are you right. kidding me? With what they right. did this year? And I know they got off to a bad start and they lost to Wofford. But, like, yeah, I they agree. Got, with you. They, like, they, they got better. They improved. And they lost to Alabama, you know, like in in the SEC championship game. Like, I mean, what do you like, man? A seven seed? It, it feels That's like the, the greatest seven seed in the history of the NCAA tournament. It, it, it feels 
it feels like the committee was like, oh, we forgot about AM. Here, yeah, throw him in. Oh, let's plug, plug, plug him in. Right yeah, in, right in there. Oh, yeah, we'll put him here. Oh, yep. totally agree. I agree. I, I thought that, that first off, it's not like AM got any favors, also, because Penn State has an All American. Yeah. Like Jalen Pickett and Penn State can win that game. If they could sh- fire threes, great guard matchup. Uh, Wade Taylor and Jalen Pickett being on the same floor. Taylor's arguably been the hottest guard. Pickett's been as complete of a guard as a do-it-all type of guy. So I really like that matchup. I think it's the most underrated first-round matchup. I give I give AM a slight edge. I just think that they've got a little bit more uh, than Penn State. But, man, they're dangerous here. And how about how much fun would it be, fellas, to get old-school Big 12? A and M in Texas. Texas. That, that crowd Whoa. would be a fun watch, huh? And, and that's what the committee just did. They're trying yeah. to get that matchup, but do not sleep on that Colgate team. Uh oh. Okay. Do not sleep on that. That team is good. Mm. Colgate is good, and what they did this year, and just the success that they've had, and the amount of wins that they've had, and in their league, really not having any hiccups. I don't think they lose to Texas, but I think that game could be really close. And close games in March, when they come down to it, a couple possessions here or there, that Colgate team is good. Trust me. Hey, guys, just a reminder, our sponsor for today's episode is Run Your Pool. They are hosting the Field of 68 Bracket Challenge. This year, they are giving away $1,500 in free prizes. It's all an incentive for you to get on there and find out just how good their platform is. I've been using them for my bracket pools for years. I've used them for Super Bowl squares. I use them for everything that I need to use them for. The biggest survivor pool that I'm in for both NFL and NCAA tournament is by Run Your Pool. So go check them out. The link's below. Tap in. Do you guys ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument, that your takes weren't hot, they were right? Well, I have an answer to all of your problems. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that you are, in fact, the smartest one in the room and the smartest one in your friend group. We all know how much that matters. You can always win the bar argument with the vaulted app. They're also going to be releasing more than 50 pools over the course of the next three months from the NCAA tournament to the NBA playoffs on into baseball season. So download the app at the link below, sign up for your three month trial and store your predictions now and forever. Are you a college basketball junkie? Are you the kind of fan that gets frustrated that this beautiful sport has such a lack of national coverage outside of the month of March? Well, let me tell you about the Field of 68, an all-encompassing digital network podcasts, live streams, and newsletters that cover the sport at every level on every platform. From the bluest of the blue bloods to the smallest of the mid-majors, the only way to keep up with college basketball is through the field of 68. Hey guys, just a reminder, our sponsor for today's episode is Run Your Pool. They are hosting the Field of 68 Bracket Challenge. This year, they are giving away $1,500 in free prizes. It's all an incentive for you to get on there and find out just how good their platform is. I've been using them for my bracket pools for years. I've used them for Super Bowl squares. I use them for everything that I need to use them for. The biggest survivor pool that I'm in for both NFL and NCAA tournament is by Run Your Pool. So go check them out. The link's below. Tap in. Do you guys ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument, that your takes weren't hot, they were right? Well, 
I have an answer to all of your problems. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that you are, in fact, the smartest one in the room and the smartest one in your friend group. We all know how much that matters. You can always win the bar argument with the vaulted app. They're also going to be releasing more than 50 pools over the course of the next three months from the NCAA tournament to the NBA playoffs on into baseball season. So download the app at the link below. Sign up for your three-month trial and store your predictions now and forever. Are you a college basketball junkie? Are you the kind of fan that gets frustrated that this beautiful sport has such a lack of national coverage outside of the month of March? Well, let me tell you about the Field of 68, an all-encompassing digital network of podcasts, live streams, and newsletters that cover the sport at every level on every platform. From the bluest of the blue bloods to the smallest of the mid-majors, the only way to keep up with college basketball is through the field of 68. Hmm. Are you willing to take that? No, I'm not willing to take them. Um, but I, that's, a, that's a game that I, you can't, you know, Bet Rivers, keep an eye on that one. I don't know what the spread's going to be, but keep an eye on that game. So, I, so uh, go ahead, John. No, no, I, I, I like the, that Colgate team is, is really good. I was going to go back to that Penn State AM. I think Pickett. He's just, I mean, if you watch the games, he's so steady. I don't think Wade Taylor can guard him. Is, is Wade Taylor too small? You know, Pickett's going to get down there and get in the post and shoot the fades. And yeah, like, that could be the, that could be the, a Florida guy now. Now, me and you, we're Florida boys, but man, Taylor's physical. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's physical. Yeah. He's strong. I, he's tough. He's physical. I mean, it's he's, gonna be, it's gonna that's be a great matchup because I think, I, I think they're both like similar builds, yeah. similar games, both super competitive. Yep. Um, I, I think that that's, that's, that, that's a game that's going to be fun to watch. Right. You know, we haven't hit on here as we're continuing to break down the Midwest region. John Phantom, Matt McCall, John Henson, producer Dagan Hughes, working all night. Dagan, you're the best. Uh, Savage. Savage. Our, our Savage. Great Savage. Um, Midwest region. Xavier, Kennesaw State, um, you know, Kennesaw State's a great story. Uh, first time they're dancing since joining D1. I actually thought Xavier got a nice draw here with Kennesaw State. As much as I've liked their story, when I saw that matchup, I said to myself, okay, um, I, I, I like the placement here for Xavier. Now, they're going to – if they win that game, you're there. Then staring at one of the three, Iowa State, or you've got the play-in game between Mississippi State and Pitt. Now, fellas, either one of those two teams is good enough here to to do something uh, in the NCAA tournament. Although, I got to tell you, Coach, when I saw the first four, I'm like, oh, man, the winner of that game in Dayton then has to get ready for the meat grinder, the root canal of playing the Cyclones in the first round. You have to play a playing game, and then your reward is playing T.J. Otzelberger in the Cyclones. You know what, though? Here's my thing with Pitt, and they were one game away from winning an, an ACC regular season championship. I am here at on NBC's Sports, like in the studio, trying to advocate why – VCU should get an at-large bid, and they beat Pittsburgh, and that's not a quad one win. 
it wasn't a quad one win. So it's kind of like, and I have great respect for Coach Capel, the job that he did, especially this year. We've talked about the hot seat before. But, man, I'm trying to advocate for VCU to get an at-large bid in the NCAA tournament. They beat Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh was not a quad one win. So, you know what? I kind of get what you, you you pay for, I guess, is the old saying. And and um, I, I like that Iowa State team, but that that game, Mississippi State, Pittsburgh, it's it's hard. You know, Mississippi State kind of sneaks in as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm again. I was trying to advocate for VCU, and I'm like, I'm I keep going back like through the notes and all these. I'm like, that that's not a quad one win. How is that possible? So, um, you know. I think that that's 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 where they're at. They're they're in the playing game. So let's see what you got. And playing teams have made runs to the Final Four. We've seen it before. So we'll see what you got. I, I like that Mississippi State team. I think they take care of Pittsburgh pretty easily. Um, you know, defensive team. They got good guards. They played in the SEC. We're gonna get to see what that they almighty. To score, they struggle to. They score. struggle. They do. So. And we're gonna get to see what the almighty Big Ten and that Big Twelve are gonna do because. There's some intriguing matchups that, you know, can determine, hey, look, maybe maybe some of these teams were inflated. Like a team like Iowa State, you know, so inconsistent. Are they really that good? We gonna, we're going to find out day one. So it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, it is. It's going to be fun to watch. I, I think that if we get – first off, if Pittsburgh were to win two games somehow, we could get Xavier Pitt. That would be Sean Miller against his alma mater. Yeah, That's I love, I love, I love, I love Jim Harris Burton too. I mean, I love I him, and what a story yeah. um, for him to be there. I recruited him when when I was at UMass, and I, I've said this before um, about him. Just his character. He walked into his house, and he had every single school that was recruiting him, and had all the pros and cons of every school like up on the board. So I'm rooting for him. I, I, I mean, I think you know what a story. Blake Henson. Right, John, Florida guy. We got we got to root for him a little bit. Yep, um, yep. He's, I had like him. he's had an unbelievable year. Yep. Um, so I'm rooting for Pitt. Um, but uh, you know I, that would be. I mean, what a storyline! That's what that's what the NCAA wants. They want storylines, and Xavier Pitt would be a story. It would be. It it really would be. Um, that's the Midwest. Who do we think comes out of the Midwest region? I'm going Texas. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Going to Texas. They're, they're solid. 
Um, they beat the almighty Kansas twice in the past week. I think, man, if you see the how how they you know interact with each other, man, you see how much love they have for the coach, man. Like they, I think the beer situation has brought them so much closer than you could have ever imagined, man. They're playing together, they're smiling. Cause it's scary for a number two team with nothing to lose. And when I say nothing to lose, yeah. Everyone's going to pat them on their back and say, hey, man, you had a rough year. Coach, you know, got dismissed. You guys did well. I don't – I think they're like, hey, look, if we if we lose, we lose. But their energy – when I saw their interview, man, how happy they were for Coach Terry, I, 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 I see them getting far, man. I see them – I see this being a good story, man, and them kind of – you know, a Houston, Texas trip to the Final Four game, like I might get on a plane and fly there. That is going to be <laughs> – so I'm with you. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah, that would be unbelievable. That would be unreal. And it would be in Kansas City, where, of course, Texas just won a Big 12 tournament. We're talking yeah. about old school Big 12, Houston, Texas. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I'm with John. I, I think that, like, you know, when you have something to bring your team together, mm. And there's a common bond and Hey, we're like not us against the world necessarily, but man, they've bonded over that whole situation. Yeah. And that's what you need to do something special. You mm-hmm. need something to bond over, right? Like I'm using Furman as an example, like Furman loses to, to Chattanooga on a ridiculous shot last season and they bonded together. They all decided to stay to come back together and do something special. And sometimes adversity is the greatest opportunity to grow. And that's what Texas has done. And the fact that what they've done, even like in that whole situation to, it was going to go one of two ways. It was going to be a disaster and they're going to lose a million games or they're going to come together and do something special. And that's what they're doing. So I'm with John, man. I I, I like Texas coming out of that. Coach Terry recruited me, man. And he was so, you know, Rewind. I wanted to go to Texas. Um, unfortunately, you know, some things happened in recruiting um, where, you know, my, my, my dad had disagreed with some things Rick Barnes was doing and I ended up choosing North Carolina, but I was, I was all in on Texas. I want to commit my sophomore year and Terry was the head guy. Right. And so I know him pretty well, man. He, he brings a little bit of a looseness that I think Beard may not have had and it's boding well for them. Um, you know, they're playing loose. They're hitting shots. They're smiling on the bench. I mean, yeah. I wonder what's going on between those walls where they're playing and 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 having that type of energy, man. Uh, it's fun to watch, and I'm happy for him too, man. For him to give up, you know, his, you know, sacrifice his personal success being a head coach somewhere else and coming back to be an assistant or being assistant at Texas, man. I, I I'm cheering for them. So I have this theory. I don't always love conference tournament champions because I think sometimes we paint a picture of what a team did in that particular week. And then mm-hmm. we sometimes identify them as what they're going to do in the NCAA tournament. And you can't do that. You got to look at a team as a whole. However, if you looked at Texas as a whole, your conclusion would be they're damn good. Yeah. I think Houston got the best prescription they could, they could use by losing today, by losing today. And guys, even with how dreadful the start in the game was, they got back in the game. Memphis is not as bad as people are saying. All right. Houston was due for today. At some point, Houston was probably going to lose a game. They're in a weaker league, so it's hard to get an honest gauge. But I still maintain that Kelvin Sanderson said it. You know, he's got a group that 
if Marcus Sasser's good to go, you've got an All-American guard, you've got a lottery pick in Jarris Walker, you've got an elite defensive team, they're never going to be out of the game. And as much as I want to say Texas, on the perimeter offensively at times, Texas falls into some issues. Okay? If Marcus Carr, as good as he is, he could shoot them out of the game. He can. Yeah. Serge Barry Rice has been huge. If Rice keeps playing at the level he's been playing at, yeah. But I'm going to – I know I'm going chalk here a little bit. It's coming. Here's why. I don't trust Xavier's depth. Indiana's backcourt isn't reliable enough for me. Miami's banged up. Like, I will say, for Houston and Texas, they got to like their pathway to, oh, yeah. to mean the Elite Eight. Right. I think it's Houston-Texas Elite Eight. Winner of that right. game obviously uh, makes it. But I, I really do like that. Let's keep it going here because we're already past the half hour. Let's go to the West. Let's go to the West. And in the West, you've got Kansas as the one. Fellas, I cannot believe some of the coaching matchups in this region. This is the region of coaching characters. Arkansas, Illinois in an 8-9 game. You do not know what you're getting from Illinois day-to-day. Arkansas is tough as nails. I think Arkansas will give Kansas about as tough of a game as they might encounter on their road to this. Nick Smith, Nick Smith Jr. He's back. He is back. He is back. And then the selection committee can do no wrong in my eyes. No wrong in my eyes. Because they delivered the greatest First round coaching matchup. Fanta, will you be there? Will you be seen. there? Are you going? I will not be there. I'm going to be in Los Angeles for Fox, but my eyes will be glued to this game. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, selection committee, for giving us the gift of Danny Hurley and the Yukon Huskies <laughs> taking on Rick Patino and the Iona Gales in Albany, New York. The building is going to be on fire on fire yeah hold on hold on before we get to that who are you picking right now who are you picking that that's what everybody wants to know the world wants to know who are you picking in the matchup i'm picking connecticut okay i think they've just got too much for iona to handle i think jordan hawkins has been playing too well and honestly, guys, as I was watching the Big East Championship game last night, you know what I was thinking, Henson? I'm like, man, Marquette's running Xavier off the floor. What's this say about UConn? UConn was a three away from playing Xavier in the title game and, and probably would have won it at that point because they got more depth. Like, to me, that said more about UConn last night than anything, how close they came to beating Marquette, who two of the CBS guys picked to go to the Final Four on the selection show. Connecticut's going to win this game over Iona. They will advance, but man, they're going to get tested. And if for the people that are officiating that basketball game, I pray for you. <laughs> that that that's a good matchup. I mean, I I, I hate it, it for Iona. I, I just feel like that's it's going to be a moment, a big moment. And Patino's been in them type of spots, right? I mean, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Is the moment going to be too big for the Gales, UConn, Hurley, Patino? Everyone's going to be watching. They're probably at a prime time slot. I, 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 Iona, I think UConn takes care of them, and and I think UConn losing may have, as you talked about, conference champions losing puts a sour taste in your mouth whether you lose first round, second round, or championship. So I think UConn's going to come out ready, but that's going to be a fun matchup. Ooh. And 
the VCU St. Mary's. Yes. I like VCU. Come I mean, on, like, John. Come on, A10, baby. Come yeah, on. Like, why not? I mean, VCU looks good. St. Mary's got dismantled by Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a fun. Fanta, Fanta. VCU guards. They guard. Can I say they something? play a style of play, and they have Ace Baldwin, the A-10 player of the year. And I'm not trying to be an A-10 homer here. I'm not trying to be an A-10. I'm, I'm, I'm no longer in the A-10. Even though I cover the A-10, I'm no longer in the A-10. Have you watched Ace Baldwin play? Love him. Jalen Deloach. Okay, Jalen, like, you look at the, the games that VCU lost this year. Ace Baldwin was hurt, and Deloach was hurt. Now they're both back. Okay, here's another guy. Shriver, okay. Shriver shot fifty percent in league from the three point line going into league play. He was shooting twenty seven percent in league. He shot fifty percent. That VCU team is dangerous because they beat a very very good Dayton team. I know it was a Dayton team that was inconsistent and had their ups and downs. They had some injuries, but that game today was high level, and all VCU did the entire Atlantic Ten season was handle their business. That's a good team. So whoever. I'm with you guys on on UConn getting over Iona. I'm I'm with you. I like the pick, but man, that 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 second round game, if they see the Rams, whew, the Rams are good. Shocking smart. There's some shocking smart magic still left at VCU. I mean, that we can't help but think about it. And and, and they've got to be, you know, they got to be feeling that, feeling good, man. That that banner's hanging up. That Final Four banner. There's probably stuff all over the gym, man. They they probably believe, man. And here's the other thing, John. Too think about this. VCU's been hardened. Yeah. Right. The COVID year. They are in the tournament. They're going to the tournament. They get COVID and they don't even get to participate. Yeah. Like think about it, like some of those kids were on that team. Like they went through that. Like they're hungry. Yeah. And I think that that's that showed today in the A-10 final. So I, I 12 seed for VCU. Whew, little high, little high. I think they were more deserving, but we'll see because that second round matchup versus UConn is going to be fun to watch. You can't tell me Utah State VCU is not better than Utah State at number ten. I, you just can't. I can't. You can't tell me that. You know, that's uh, is quiet. He 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 disagrees with us. We can tell. Well, we can here's tell. the thing. A couple of thoughts. Number one, I actually think that the WCC gets a gets an advantage in the NCAA tournament first round because they play their conference tournament earlier this week. It's wrapped up. It was wrapped up on what? Tuesday, Wednesday it was, and the A-10, they played their final today. So, but they had a day off for whatever reason. They did have a day off, they but took I took Friday off. I know, but I, which that might've ended up helping VCU more than help uh, Dayton, you know, like maybe Dayton beats that. Who knows? But it, that's neither here nor there. I, I like, I got to tell you, um, I like St. Mary's a lot. I love Aiden Mahaney versus Ace Baldwin, so I go contrary to you. I could see St. Mary's making the, the Sweet 16 here. Um, Connecticut, Kansas would be an incredible West Regional Semifinal Showdown. I guess the Ooh. basketball fan of me wants to see Kansas play UConn. That would be would, awesome. I think it would yeah. be awesome. That would be a game that I'd go to. So, For that right. to be a Sweet 16 game. And by yeah. the way, Field 68 is going to have coverage from Vegas Regional Weekend. Amazing. Well, more on that. But I didn't get kid, I didn't get invited to that. Should I should I should I be on the invite list? Yeah, you know what? I didn't get an invite either. <laughs> All um, right, look guys, we're going to we're going to just show up with Rob and Jeff and them guys. Yeah, we're just going to yeah. pull up. We're pulling and up. And 
I'm going to pull up on Jeff at the blackjack table and say, Jeff, I, you probably forgot about the CC, but I'm here. That's yeah, what let's that's go. What I'm gonna... Dagan, <laughs> Dagan, could you run your own show with us? Like, at a, you know, if you get tired of Jeff in Vegas. Which he's, he's going to get tired. That's, that's not going to take, take long. That's not going to take long. Because Jeff's going to get tired. Jeff's going to get tired. Jeff's going to – he's going to have the sniffle. Something's going to happen. So Jeff's going to get tired. So we, we strategic. That Vegas live from Vegas. That was that was strategic. I love that before the field of 68. That was a smart play, smart plan. All right. So in the West, we haven't talked about UCLA. I really like their paths in Sweet 16. I don't think Northwestern or Boise State can beat them. I don't think UNC Astral, nice story, could beat them. Guys, we could have regional semifinals here of UConn, Kansas, and UCLA, Gonzaga. I got to tell you, I think there's a path for Gonzaga to make the Final Four. I like the way they're playing. I almost think Mark Few as a three is better off. You know, they're, they're a little bit under the radar. They're good enough on their best day to, to be quality of a one. Do you buy that, Coach? Panta, wasn't it last week uh, when I was sitting in a hotel room in Greenwich, Connecticut, and the uh, uh, St. Mary's-Gonzaga game had not happened yet, and I said, I like Gonzaga, and you and Rob both said, McCall, you're nuts. They're not playing that good. Do you remember that? I think I picked Gonzaga with you. I don't think you did. I honestly, I don't think you did. Maybe I, maybe you did, but we can go back and watch the episode. I'm not sure that you did. I don't think you did. I, oh, I don't think. I'll tell you when I'm wrong. Unlike <laughs> some of the other clowns, I will. Gonzaga is trending. Everyone's like, "What's wrong with the Zags? The Zags have gone through what they needed to go through." Um, I, I, I like, I like, I think the Zags can make a legitimate run to the Final Four. I really do. Um, and I, I like him in the sweet 16. I like him getting to the sweet 16. I, I, they still have drew Timmy. He's one of the best players in the country. He's gone through a bunch this year and that's what they needed to do. And that's like, you look at like, like yeah, compare him to Carolina, right? Like Carolina, no, no offense, John, but like Carolina went through some adversity and they didn't respond the right way. Right. These guys responded no. the right way. And it's in a listen, it's not the same conference. I totally agree. Yeah. And I, I get that. It's not even close to the same conference, but hey, they grew, they got better, and they're sitting here as a three seed. And you know, they're gonna play TCU in the second round or Arizona State or Nevada. I mean, you got to think they're gonna get to the sweet 16, and then it's a unhealthy UCLA team to go to the final four. I mean, how about that? Yeah, yeah they 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 got dinged on the head early. I think that was a great plan by Coach Judah really play through that gauntlet early on and they got to see their flaws in November and not in sweet 16, right. Or somewhere in in the tournament. And, you know, coach McCall, you're right. They've gotten better. If you watch them, they've gotten better. The guards, their continuity, every day they've improved. So you've got to like the draw that they've got um, to at least get to that next weekend, you know, final, where you know you're not going to meet anybody, you know, meet anybody that that's going to be an easy team to play against. But you know, anything can happen when you get to that second weekend because it's it. two really good teams. And yeah, an unhealthy UCLA team. You got Northwestern. Like, don't sleep on them. They muck the game up. They do all types of weird things. Like, be careful of them as well. But I, I really like the path Gonzaga has to at least have a chance to play in the Final Four. All right. Um, I like Gonzaga to make the Final Four. Who do you guys like? I like Gonzaga. Wow. Let's, yeah, let's 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 do it. I'm 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 team riding. Team riding with that. I like that. Wow, we're all on the zags. All right. Finally, the East Region. We got about 10 minutes here. East Region, Purdue the top seed. Coach McCall, you 
said that Memphis could cause them a scare uh, or FAU, but, but Memphis, here's the thing about Memphis. Purdue now has to play a second round game, potentially if Memphis gets past FAU. If, if against a team that has a grown man in Deandre Williams and the best guard on the floor in that game in Kendrick Davis. This is why Kendrick Davis came to Memphis to pull this off. I think Penny Hardaway and Memphis are live in the second round as an upset candidate. If they get get past FAU, they can give Purdue some problems. You know why? They're physical, and Davis is that individual player who can make things happen. They're going to so put pressure you're, on you. You're, you're picking Memphis, over, and I know Rob picked them. I know RC picked them and T.O. Nobody's picking FAU to beat Memphis. I saw, I watched the show earlier. Nobody's picking FAU to meet Memphis. And I think if FAU beats Memphis, and I think they do, and I think FAU is better, I think they're more balanced. I think they have they play unselfishly. I think they've got guard play. They've got shooting. They have connectivity. And they've got a really good big guy in Vlad Golden. Yes. A really good big guy in Vlad Golden. And when you line up Zach Eady next to Vlad Golden, there's a size differential, but it's not as big as you think it is. Vlad Golden is a monster inside. If he can stay out of foul trouble, and that's big in the Memphis game for FAU, Vlad Golden has to stay out of foul trouble. But that game, that first-round game with Memphis and FAU is going to be fun to watch because as good as Kendrick Davis is, and he's outstanding, he will be, quote-unquote, the best guard on the floor. But FAU has got some dogs, and they've got good guard play. And Michael Forrest, as the senior, sacrificing to come off the bench his senior year and not flinching. He could have started anywhere else in Conference USA. He would have been a starter on anyone else's team. And he didn't start the first two games. And then they go and beat Florida the third game of the season. And he comes off the bench the rest of the season and never once complains. That's a dangerous team because they're connected. And that's why I think they could get to the second weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm – I'm, I don't. I, I really don't like Purdue. I mean, I, they they couldn't get the ball up the court the last three games when they got pressed. They couldn't get the ball up the court, and and now you're telling me that FAU and Memphis they're going to be able to. I'm hundred percent sure. Dude, whoever gets out of that game, they're going to pressure the guards. The big at FAU, not saying he could go ED with one on one, but he can hold it down. He and can you hold saw it down. Rutgers with their big. If you got a guy that can at least bang with the kid, you know, and not where he can't just turn over the left shoulder or right shoulder and jump hook right away, you've got a chance. I think Memphis's guard play puts the pressure on Edie to 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 move to to be able, you know, and then even with FAU, they're gonna put the pressure on on. It's I I, I do believe whoever gets out of the game beats Purdue because from what I witnessed today, if you let a ten C Purdue, I mean a Penn State come back from 79 to six minutes, I'd be a little spooked if I got to see FAU or Memphis second second game on the first weekend because they're going to watch that film and they're going to turn up that pressure and Purdue's got some young guards and some shaky ball handling. I mean, they couldn't get the ball up the court. It, it was – I'm not a Purdue fan right now. I tweeted about it. I think they lose first weekend. Okay. I, I could see that too. I think it's very much on the table. Yeah. Uh, Marquette's the two here. They're going to they're gonna get Vermont. Um, Catamounts are certainly a, a frisky bunch, but the, the thing I take away is the Golden Eagles have a pathway, Michigan State or USC, to 
too interesting. Here's the thing. Michigan State, I was thinking about this. If we get Marquette, Michigan State, Coach McCall, this is actually not a bad matchup for Michigan State because Marquette doesn't have this traditional five-man who could just give you nightmares all day. Oso Godaro's good. He is good. But Michigan State, to me, they've got guards that can go up against Tyler Kolick and Cam Jones. It would be hard, but they they can compete is my point. I mean, how about the bottom half of this bracket? Kentucky, Providence, Kansas State, Montana State, Michigan State, USC, Marquette, Vermont. I mean, that – I mean – there's a lot of teams you could pick to come out of that section of the bracket. I mean, who's to say Michigan State can't make it out of there? Marquette, what they did in the Big East to win the Big East and then follow it up when no one picked them to win the tournament. Nobody picked them. No. I didn't pick them. I didn't. I didn't no, nobody picked them. It was like, ah, it's a great year. Can they, can they follow it up? Can they, can they do it again in the tournament? Nobody picked them, and they won it. And it's like, how do you pick against them coming out of this region? I think it's really hard to do, but – Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky Providence. Who you like in that game? Like, what Ooh. battle that's going to be? One of the best games of the first round. One it has of the to be. First round games, maybe the best in terms of the, be. in terms of the complexity of the match. You're the, not picking. You're not picking that matchup over Iona UConn, but that's another really good one. Oh, it is. Right. Bryce Hopkins having to play the team. He was on the end of their bench as they're losing to St. Peter's. And he's thinking, where am I going to go next? Because this didn't work out. This didn't work out. This ended with us losing to a 15 seed, getting embarrassed. And I didn't even get a chance to make my mark on the game. Providence has lost three in a row entering the NCAA tournament. Will Ed Cooley get this team on track? Will he? We'll see. Yeah, I, yeah, and then, I, I think, you've got yeah, a Kentucky probably. team. There's no coach in the country with more pressure on himself to win this first round game than John Calipari. Kentucky's got to beat Providence. They got to win this game. Uh, I yeah. totally disagree with that in terms of, I mean, th- th- what's the pressure on Cal? He's not going anywhere. He's no, got no, a no, lifetime no, no. contract at Kentucky. I don't think there's pressure on Cal. Oh, I, I think there's more distractions around Providence just in terms of I just Georgetown. Is he going? Is he not going? Is he going? Like, you know, I, and, th- and those kids are, uh, and that would be my only thing. I, I think there's, there's some storylines in this game. And there's right. some things that Cal's going to have to answer when he goes to the media, when he goes to the press conference. There's some things that Cooley's going to have to answer when he goes to the press conference. Like, there's there's a lot going on here. There's Cal's a lot not, going on. But, but you can't go three straight years without an NCAA tournament win in Lexington. He's going to keep his job. He'll be back next year. But guess what? If you lose on, on Friday in Greensboro, okay, next year – the Sharks will circle all season long because if you did it a fourth straight time, that's it. You're done. So that's what I'm saying. You want to avoid the Sharks. It's yeah. a shark. John, John, he's, John, he's got DJ Wagner Jr., I believe, coming in next year. Cal is going to – hey, if he does not win next year, circle him to win. I mean – I, I mean, thought we said that about him. this year. Listen, but do you think Cal's worried about Cal, the Sharks? Do you think Cal's, Cal's worried about the Sharks? Oh, he's worried about everything. He's worried about everything. You're telling me that if he wins, he's got to win this game. He had the defending national player of the year. They have played better over the last month. And let's face it, Providence is limping into the NCAA tournament. John Calipari's got to win this game. Or? Or, um, then, or... Next year, if he doesn't win a game, enough with the recruiting rankings. Kentucky recruits itself. He's done if he can't get it done, if he can't win 
He's got, he's got a lifetime contract. He, lifetime. Guess what? Life, life gets lifetime. cut awfully short when you go half a decade without winning an NCAA tournament game in Lexington, Kentucky. By the way, um, we're not even discussing how Shaka Smart is very good as an underdog. Ninth seed projected. No one thought he was going to. He's a number two seed. How will he handle that? Because every time Shaka Smart has been in a position of power or he, he – how does he motivate his guys when they're supposed to win? That's going to be interesting to see too um, because he's good when he's BCU, you know, hey, Marquette, we're not picked to win anything. Hey, now you guys are picked to go to the Final Four. How, and, you, how, how and, you may, and you may play Michigan State in the second round. Yeah, like, you know, and, and how what, what's going to – I'm going to say this is the bracket that we might – it's going to be nasty. I mean, you this might see gonna Duke, be nasty. You might see a Duke-Kansas State Sweet 16 Elite Eight type matchup to get to the Final Four. I can't believe that you guys are, are uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Now, by the way, I got, but, but, but to call it a must win is, is I just think it's a must win for the Kentucky fan base. It's a must win for the Kentucky fan base. I just for BBN. It's this it's a must win. Oh man, I'd love to hear the guys. Co- Who's up next, Dagan? Who's on this marathon? Next? Up next, we have Goodman, Hansborough, Laval. Oh, Hans- Hansborough's definitely going. It's a must. And win I wish Cal. I wish that Goodman could get in here early so we could ask him if it's a must win for Cal. I know we can't. We probably can't. But I would love to know. I would love to know. Dagan, can you ask that question in the next in the next hour if they don't get to it? Guess what? They're going to get to it because yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll come up. It's good. Yeah. Oh, oh. And, <laughs> and with Goodman, good, Goodman and Hansborough. Yeah, they're, they're circled. Yeah, they've, they've circled yeah, that. Goodman's they've circled definitely circled Kentucky because I think Goodman's on the fan of the fan of train. We're like, no, nah, this is might be Goodman might be on the fan of train. Like, this is a must win, or we got to get Cal out of there. <laughs> Man, I, I do. I will say, I'm going to go a little bit outside the box here. All right. I like John Shire and Duke to take this region. I really like the way they're playing defensively. I think they've got such a high ceiling. Henson, you look skeptical. Uh, I'm skeptical. I look skeptical because I partially agree with you. They looked really good. And I would just, I mean, you know, it's just in my blood, man. I, I can't take them to come out of this region. I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, I can't. I, I, I'll pick, I'll pick uh, Kentucky before I pick Duke to get out of this region. Let me tell you right now. So, but they are playing really well. They're a scary team to see. They're growing up right before our eyes. Uh, fan, we had a few shows before. We, we, Derek Whitehead, like Shire bringing those guys along slowly. We thought, what's going on? What's going to happen? The plan is taking shape and they look really good. Fifth seed, they're rolling. I, I that's a, that's a scary team. Uh, Dark Horse Final Four team. I'll go that far. How about that, John? Wow. All right. Uh, we got 30 seconds here. Yeah. You got who in the East Region, McCall? I'm going to take Marquette. I, I just think that I, oh, I picked against them in the in the Big East tournament. Uh, they won the regular season. They won the tournament. They've they've gone against, you know, just kept their head down. Tyler Kolick, uh, you know, he's not going to be National Player of the Year, but you could put him in the category. Uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Eagles. Henson, go. Give me Kansas State. Come on, oh, man. Yeah. We got to talk about it a little more. Give me Kansas State. 
They Keontae George, know what? Keontae like, George. Come on, come on, man. Like these guys are really good. Keontae Johnson, yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, Lee Corso voice. Good pick. I like that pick. I'll go Duke. I think we would all agree that the East region could be the region of chaos. And you know what's great about that? Madison Square Garden is the host of the regional. The last time that MSG hosted the regional, it was the regional of chaos. South Carolina won the East region that year at MSG. So you never know. Hey, that does it for us. McCall and Henson, I'm going to be texting you two on Friday. And I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Dagan Hughes, allow me to say the most important thing before we get out of here. They were never invited to the party. <laughs> Jesus. Goodbye, Jesus. everyone. Thanks oh, for thanks man. for joining us. <laughs>